You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. This is April. Um, welcome to episode 24 of Bless Your Heart. This is a special episode. Yay! Uh, I'm going to let this go out on June the 28th. That means it's going out on Thursday, which is unusual for us. But we have special guests in the house today. And um, I think it will be fun to tell about some other fun podcasting stuff that's going on around town. So that's what I'm here for. So um, you're listening to uh, Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Me Out Podcast Network at yougonnameow.com. You can find us on all social media slash yougonnameow. It's that easy. Uh, check out Bless Your Heart. Check out Marriage Survival Boot Camp, VHS Vengeance. Don't forget the Boo Ha Ha with Emily Faye Coleman. We have two new shows coming up uh, starting in July and August, which would be um, Angelically Challenged with Angel... Uh, Angelique Harrington and Allison Troy. Sorry, Angelique. Angelique Harrington and Allison Troy. And then uh, we have a new show called the uh, No Dog Radio with the Vault Dweller. And he's a weird fucker. So just keep <laughs> keep, keep a listen out for that one. Um, so uh, have you ever experienced a coincidence that felt kind of like meaningful, but like not an ordinary coincidence, but one of those magical moments in your life where you feel that things just lined up perfectly for you. Well, you know, meeting someone at the right moment or at the right time when you think about a person and they call you. Um, those are simple examples of synchronicity. And uh, there's a new show called Synchronous with me. Um, it takes five entertainers, comedians, and local celebrities on a serendipitous, spontaneous walk through downtown Portland. And that's what we're here to talk about today is this new show called Synchronous with me. Um, it is run by Amanda Lynn Deal. It is managed by Shannon Hunt. Um, Jono, I have no idea what you do. So <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah. He's a nice guy. No, he's the camera guy. So he's Oh, you're the camera guy, Jono? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Zane. And Thomas is kind of the host of the walk, and I'm the host of the audience, sort of. So he's leading the people on the walk. And I'm kind of interacting with the audience members and kind of riffing on what's going on in the walk. Okay, right on, right on. So, all right, cool. So, uh, I forgot about Zane Thomas. I'm sorry, Zane. Um, so, when uh, you guys are doing this walk, so it says here that a camera person follows you around and you broadcast it live. Now, does that mean that it goes out live over Facebook or? Yeah, we have like a private Facebook live group. So, mm-hmm. it's just live for the audience members who are there at the venue. So we interview the people on the walk beforehand, kind of ask them how they feel about this, uh, ask them about if they have any like synchronistic moments they want to share, and then if they're a stand-up comic, they do just a couple minutes of stand-up, kind of oh, give nice. an intro to who they are, and then we send them out, and then while they're on the walk, I can kind of talk with the audience, and we roll the dice to see what their number is to look out for before they leave the venue, so if it's like the number four or three, then everyone in the venue and everyone on the walk is kind of looking for that number and following that number rolling the dice for which direction to go at intersections, and there's action cards as well, so it kind of tells them things like compliment a stranger or go to the nearest bar and hang out for eight minutes. And that's where you kind of meet characters and just kind of things unravel, and themes always seem to happen, which is awesome. Well, yeah, you never know. So that's a really neat concept, actually. Now, you said that it's on your Facebook page, and your Facebook, I wrote this down, it's facebook.com slash, and I'm going to spell this for you, and we'll put it on the page when we upload it tomorrow, uh, S-Y-N-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-I-T-Y. W-A-L-K-S. Synchronicity walks. Synchronicity walks. Yes. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's a little difficult, so I had to write it down. Like I said, I'll put it on the page, but okay, this is really cool. So do you guys, um, how do you pick your guests? Do you just, oh, oh, okay. Oh. Um, 
So I kind of oh, I'm Shannon. Hi Shannon. Oh, sorry Shannon. Yes, <laughs> this is Shannon Hunt. Sorry. Um. So I am one of the producers, and I do the booking mainly. Uh, I do ask the other three like who they think would be good um, I've never, guests I've never been asked. on the show. <laughs> I've never been asked you can't. We don't always trust. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what way, I do- I'm still not sure what I do. Here, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because you don't have a camera, so I, I, I'm um, just gonna yell. <laughs> don't have a camera. <laughs> Gosh. Um, so I, what I do is I think of it as like casting a TV show mm-hmm. and we take like three comics and I try to make sure that they're all like super different. Uh, they have like different experiences, different comedy styles, different aesthetic, everything, because, you know, there's five people and I want each one of them to stand out on the walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do that. We do three comedians and then two people that are usually not comedians. And uh, yeah, I mean, just thinking of it as, you know, people are watching it and they're, mm-hmm. they're seeing it visually and they're experiencing the walk with them. Yeah. I feel like it needs to be something that's like kind of like cast like a show or curated like a really, amazing comedy show since there is comedy as right. well on the show and you're trying and, and this helps put kind of that little bit of um randomness into it that kind of gives people something to kind of uh go off of now i, I was looking online and i saw that um you and we're sitting in front of a screen it looks like at kelly's yeah so what is that about so we do the show at kelly's olympia and that's the venue space mm-hmm. that we utilize and um me and Amanda, now after the first show. Uh, Amanda and I. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Me and Amanda. <laughs> uh, we're, on, we're on stage. Amanda mostly. I just kind of like riff with her what? <laughs> no, my you old grammar see. teacher. She's not going to like that. <laughs> Amanda and I. I'm pretty sure your grammar teacher is probably not listening to this. So yeah, uh, yeah we uh, were on stage while uh, our camera person Jono and Zane, and then the five guests. They leave the venue mm-hmm. and go on the walk, and we have a screen that's behind us that's projecting the walk live. Nice. And so we're kind of riffing off the walk and talking to the audience at the same time. So we get to experience what they're experiencing at the same time live. I mean, there's like a 10 second delay, I think. That's not too bad. Yeah. Nobody Um, needed to know that. You just. (laughs) Oh, it's super live. It's It's so live. Uh, Yeah. And then the audience really enjoys uh, communicating and and talking to Amanda. She asks them questions. They point stuff out while they're seeing it on the screen. Oh, nice. They're laughing. They're singing along to things. They're. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that happens. Yeah, most shows you definitely don't want the audience to interact. But this one, it's like you kind of set the precedent of like, we want you to talk to us and be interactive and point out stuff when you see it. Just yell the number four when you see it. Right. Stuff like that. So that way, there's two separate experiences happening. We're both witnessing the same thing. So when they come back after the walk, then the audience can kind of ask questions or point out stuff they saw. And sometimes people on the walk have no idea, or sometimes someone on the walk experience something that like we didn't pick up on and once they say it then it's kind of that final like tying the bow of all this experience that right. everyone had kind of individually 
Okay, that's a really cool concept. Now, like, do do your uh, like audience members get to ask, say, like, hey, make it, go left, go left, you know, or oh, did you see? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you allow them to guide? Uh, so there will be like uh, initially we uh, bring up an audience member to roll the dice to see what kind of the, our number to look for is, mm -hmm. and then from there it is it's basically like uh, letting the universe take control of the show, you know, and yeah. we're seeing we're rolling the dice for what direction we go and what events we do, and we're kind of just it's, uh, spontaneous in that way. Okay, so how does the dice rolling work? What kind of dice do you use, and like what are your criteria? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Criteria. I'm dice. trying right. to be. I'm trying to hold a professional interview here. It's a giant foam dice. <laughs> well, it didn't for start out that way. It was like a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. dice. We asked Gallagher for a dice. <laughs> he gave us a lot of large dice that can be spot and not found. Um, there's no real interaction between the audience and the people on the walk, mm -hmm. so they're just kind of watching. So they might want us to go left, and then they do go left, and that's kind of cool. Or you know, maybe it's a good thing they didn't turn left. But the dice, um, I believe it's like one and two is left, and three and four is straight, five and six is right. So okay. That kind of tells them which direction to go. Okay. Yeah, at every intersection. And I mean, mm -hmm. you know, every rule, I guess, in quotes, that we have is, is, is like something that we are allowing ourselves to possibly change in the future. Sure. So, like, every show is going to be completely different and the options that we're going to have are going to be different from the first show to like, you know, our third show that's coming up. Um, but yeah, the, the main general rule is we do roll a dice and then it's up to completely up to chance on which direction they go. Okay. So on the first, you said you've only done one show this, this, at this point, two shows at this point. Okay. So can you kind of tell the, uh, kind of the listeners a little bit about like some of the stuff that's happened, like a couple of anecdotes about the, uh, should we start with the first one? Yeah, we definitely should. The first one was fun. It was definitely like, you know, we were all nervous. We had no idea what was going to happen, but that's kind of the name of the game. Um, and it ended with uh, the walkers were in a bar and they ended up playing Connect Four. And four was their number because there was a giant Connect Four, because of course there was. And there was karaoke and it was really quiet in this bar. I mean, it was empty. Yeah, there was no one in there. It was real sad karaoke. So they got up <laughs> right away. And while they're karaokeing, uh, Simon Max Hill ended up like he had a card, action card to uh, do something nice for a commit show. a random act of a kindness. Act of kindness, yeah. So he bought a shop for this older gentleman there, and they ended up like talking and kind of bonding, like while all this stuff is happening. Connect Four, and then like they're talking in the bar, and then they're singing "Hey Y'all" for karaoke. So I was like, yeah, just sing if you know the words. So then the entire room just started singing Hey Y'all. Like, unbeknownst to them. So they came back in. And they're like, that was really awkward at the karaoke bar. We're like, no, we had a blast. Partying. So that was kind of cool, too, because they might be having fun. We're like, what's going on? And that's when we have to like riff and talk to make it interesting. And maybe they're like, oh, this is kind of weird. And we're all like, that was awesome. Right. Yeah. Those different experiences. Yeah, and their number was four. And so as they were walking, they started the walk. Um, the dice led them down fourth avenue mm -hmm. and then it led them to a food cart where they were like okay well we're gonna pull these action cards so they stopped and zane was like i'm gonna get some fries or he actually he was gonna get some food oh no he said how long is it for fries yeah well so how long is it for fries first he asked what was like, four dollars it was four dollars yeah they're like we have fries and then he's like how long are the fries and they're like four minutes huh and so four was just popping up everywhere which which happens yeah you know if you're looking for it you'll see it yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then, yeah, so there was just a lot of little, like, four mm-hmm. type things. And then I guess I heard afterwards from a couple of audience members that they continued their evening and the number four just kept popping up, like, everywhere. Like, they went to a bar, then they went to, like, Denny's afterwards, and, like, four was just all over the place. <laughs> so it continued on after the show in the experience of audience members. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the second show was definitely a little more intense. Um, it was a night that there was someone who um, either on purpose or accident, I don't know the details, but either skateboarded or jumped off a parking garage. So Zayna knew this happened right before the show started. Holy and was cow. like, yeah, we can't go that direction. That's fucking awful. Like, we're not going to do that. And of course, the dice was like, yeah, you are, bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone had to walk past that. And we're all just like, oh, yeah, that was weird, right? Like, just don't talk about it. Have fun. Right. Just talk about it. Don't do that. There's a body on the floor. Just to have a good time. <laughs> right. And then the end of the walk, and there was like some kind of weird stuff that happened throughout. But then at the end of the walk, as they were walking back to the venue, um, there's these people like on the street corner were sitting there and they knew the guy who had done it and was like telling people like telling everyone on this walk the story. So it like started and ended with this kind of like morbid yeah. thing that like we couldn't have escaped. You couldn't get away from it. It didn't happen, but the universe was like, No, we're gonna make this maybe a little more introspective show about like mortality and seize the moment. I don't know, it was really cool the conversations that happened after the walk when the audience and the walkers all felt this kind of heavy thing ended up being a positive thing, even though it was, like, kind of intense, because people right. started sharing stories, and you're like, that was cool. Maybe it wasn't, like, whimsical, magical, but this is, like, real shit that we have to deal with. Huh. Mortality. Yeah, that is cool. Mm-hmm. That, that's actually really cool. The um, I like the concept of it. Uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting concept to me, and I was going to ask you, have you guys considered doing this with, like, um, superstition, superstition skeptics? Like, my, mm-hmm. for instance, and I'm, I'm basically, I'm offering myself up, like, I want to <laughs> do this, but um, basically, my husband and I you know, because I could take him everywhere. My husband and I are super, super hardcore, like, we don't believe in anything. We don't believe in ghosts. We don't believe in uh, gods of any kind. We don't believe in synchronicity. We don't believe in the singularity. Well, he believes in the singularity, but that's a different thing. And all that all that sort of thing. So it's one of those things, like, I, I kind of want to do this because then he and I are the kind of assholes that walk around and go, oh, there's another 13, you know, we're that asshole. <laughs> oh, I wonder how that happened, you know. Well, that stuff is f- that's stuff is fun Mm -hmm. I think Um, part of it is the show is really fun whether you're a believer or not right? because that you're stepping outside of your comfort zone you're walking and you're letting chance just like dictate which direction you go go. yeah and it's really hard for people to like release control Mm -hmm. and so part of that it's it's sort of like lets you go into like a meditative state when you're just like oh the universe is going to totally decide where I'm going or not the universe if you don't believe it or the odds or whatever yeah and so then you're opening your mind to experiencing like those meaningful coincidences they may not feel like they're meaningful at the time but then you can look back on something that you saw like maybe you maybe you walk up to a stranger and you strike up a conversation with them and and something happens and then you look back on that conversation later on you're like wow like I totally made a difference in that person's life by sharing some sort of common whatever experience Mm -hmm. with them um it's 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 supposed to be fun (laughs) it sounds fun I mean the last one was pretty fun but it's um, we have these action cards that you draw, you know, and then they say things like play truth or dare with a stranger or um, draw a chalk 
picture on the sidewalk or there's millions of them i think that's a beautiful part about the show is the people who are uh skeptics because it does like because that's what it is it's like a contrast of like what people kind of like uh, how people think about it, and I think the only like it's like uh, it's like comedy. It comes from the best tragedy. So the the uh, more you uh, are a skeptic, the more interesting it makes it because it is kind of like you know we're all just grasping at straws and theories, and and you know nobody really knows, and that's oh, kind sure. of like um, it's just kind of maybe finding some uh, some symmetry for a minute with you know a comedic influence. You know what I mean? It's just a bunch of comics and entertainers people that like to entertain out in downtown portland and how fucking sweet is that i mean yeah. <laughs> you have all kinds of fucking weirdos and beautiful things going on yeah that's what i was gonna say that is the cool thing about um portland is is that there are so many weird people hanging around i mean because we've oh, yeah. got what we've got darth vader on a unicycle and we've got what happened to the, what was the old guy that used to play the trumpet out by Powell's? He passed away not too long Yeah, on Hawthorne. He died not too long ago. But yeah, we have a lot of really cool, um, a really a lot of really cool like fun things to kind of encounter. And yeah, you're right. The the uh, the oddities that are in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to have. Um, his name is Brian Kidd. He's the Unipiper. I would love to have him as a guest on the show. Oh, yeah. If he wants to be a guest, he can email me. <laughs> the silver guy that would, that's or one the of my cat favorite. rapper Mo the Mo show oh yeah that would be cool yeah uh, yeah go ahead as far as skeptics and believers go our first show had Jake Silverman so <laughs> Yeah, we were like, this guy probably doesn't like this. Or like, We've got think Dan Weber coming up, uh, yeah. too. So, he's the yeah. ultimate skeptic. He's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the last show had Jason Traeger, which, mm-hmm. like, all, he only sees synchronicities and magic in the world, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, he's just like constantly like, look at the patterns, man. They all line up to the same number, and it's three, and that's our number. And you're like, Jesus, okay, like <laughs> everything. I want to bring Jason Traeger back for more of a, like an upbeat show because I feel like he was almost wasted on this show just because no. I thought he did great at the end yeah. when he was talking about mortality and stuff. Well, he yeah, was just like yeah. in it. He was great. Whatever. I would love to see him on a more upbeat show to yeah. see like a lighter side of Traeger because yeah. the lighter side is like amazing. Yeah. But yeah. He was good. And Jake had a good time too. He had a lot of fun. And I think he was definitely out of his comfort zone, especially in the beginning, was just like, oh, what the fuck is this? And after a while, I was like, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Stuff happened. That was fun. I had a good time. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was, uh, like, what Jason was like seeing the patterns, like, literally was filming a pattern with his phone. And then it was me filming him uh, showing a playing a video of a pattern on a phone over another pattern through the lens. It was just a, it, I mean, like, it was a weird, it's just like, yeah. We're that's all a, connected, man. No, it, I mean, yeah. it's, it's that or it's not, but it's just like these little um, glimpses of uh, artistic, autism autistic. I don't know. Either way, it's like these, these like, be, like these entertaining moments. That it's like, who gives a fuck why? But I'm really in, into this. Like well, it's yeah. a, it's a people are looking for something and coming together to you know. Well, do see, that. I think so that's, that's why kinda... that uh, I got into the comedy scene, and I think that's probably why a lot of us all get into it is because we're lo- a you're looking for your tribe, you're looking for the people mm-hmm. who think like you and 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 look at the world like you do, and so this is a good reason. And we're always all looking for a good reason to get together and just hang out anyway. So yeah. this is. <laughs> 
a fantastic Lord reason. Jesus Christ. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, dinner on the ground. It's, uh, it's a good time. But, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I really want to do this. So you're going to have Dan Weber on. So that's a good skeptic because yeah, that's he gonna be great. doesn't believe in anything. Yeah. Um, so you have, who else is coming up? Oh. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of guests coming up. We definitely have the comedians booked. Well, I mean, we're doing a show in uh, Seattle. Yeah, we have a show in Seattle. Is it okay to plug it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah go for it. Uh, it is July 12th in Seattle at 9:30 at the Rendezvous in the Jewel Box Theater. Okay. Um, I'm going to start having a southern accent because of you, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, everybody. I, does. I, I have really bad, I can't do accents, but if I hang out with people with accents, I pick that up it for like come, that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, Emmett Montgomery and Derek Sheen and Natalie Holt and Andy Awancio and then a super special secret guest. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, going to be really fun. That Shh. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you say when you don't have someone <laughs> booked yet. Is there a super secret guest? Um, but in Portland, I mean, you know, even last night I went to a mic, which is really uh, th- this thing that happens to me. It happens to me all the time. People will ask me about the show and they have no idea what the show is still. Like they hear about it. They've all heard about it. Everyone's mm-hmm. heard about it. But they have no idea what the show is, so I'll explain the show to them, and they're like, oh, I want to do that show, and so I have a list, like, a mile long of people that are interested. Of course, not everybody's going to make it. I think you would be great, honestly, yeah. um, but I've, I have this list, and so many people are so interested, and I can only have th- we can only have three a month, so it's like, in order, it's, yeah, it has nothing to do with who we like or who we think has more merit it just has to do with who we think would would work together yeah it's kind of like booking as a group in a way like you were saying i like how you were explaining that like you want people who are different from each other because you don't want like two people who are kind of have the same style of comedy and mannerisms because then you're just getting the same point of view god damn it jono take that fucking <laughs> John toy like away a from four-year-old me. child uh. um july 26th is our next portland show it's at kelly's olympian uh we do it on the it'll be now the fourth thursday of every month um we've got caitlin warehouser on okay. it with ben warren Jaron George and Mary Newmare, and then there's one more person that we haven't booked yet. So, those four are on that one, which I think is going to be like super amazing. We went on a mock synchronicity walk when we first came up with the concept with Ben Warren, yeah. and that was really fun. That was fun. He got one where was it complimented stranger or was it like <laughs> it was like ask for directions or yeah. something. <laughs> Whatever it was, he had to run up to a stranger and he ran up to the stranger and was like, hey, what's your name? And the guy was like, fuck off, buddy. And then <laughs> he just had to like walk back to us like Charlie Brown. Yeah, We were still developing the show and so we that went on a, like a mock walk mm-hmm. and um, we brought him along and we were supposed to bring Jaren, which that'll, that'll be really fun to see them together. Yeah. Uh, Didn't you say Dan Weber was pretty on that good. one or no? Dan Weber's not until August. Okay. Yeah, August, and then we've got September, and we've got two people for October. So October is the start where we're going to start booking more people. Um, but come to <laughs> yeah, all the trade secrets. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to hide. I'm an open book. I tell everybody everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I hope that we're able to go for like a year would be great to do this show for a year. If we could go longer, that would be awesome. But it is a lot of hard work. So and it's fun to be able to take it to other cities because of course you can. Yeah. You know, it's new stomping ground. So Seattle, I'm really excited about that. And then Salem, we were talking about doing it at Cap City Theater. Well, that's a good idea. So you know, and it's like Eugene or whatever cities are like close enough and are interested in the concept and have like a little downtown venue that we can just wander Seems around like in. A San Francisco would be a make, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, so we want to we want to travel with this because yeah. why not? Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, you know, get to see some different places. I mean, this is a good way to get to know cities and kind of what the culture is in those cities and that sort of thing. This is a great idea. I think you guys have really hit on something kind of cool. I really, Thanks, I really like that idea. Yeah, Shannon's Shannon, very good. Job. It's not even my. Okay, so honestly, we got to talk about where I got the idea because uh, I actually was inspired my aunt who is amazing and who basically helped like raise me and shape me into who I am she is always interested in in different types of new ideas and she sent me a video on Facebook one day of this gentleman in London named Todd Akamesis who does synchronicity walks in London and I, wa- I was like, you know, a lot of times she sends me videos and, hi, Aunt Sue, if you're listening, <laughs> sends me videos and I watch it and I'm just like, yeah, that's great. But this video really, like, it, it was like, it hit home with me because it felt like something that I would have done as a kid. Like, I used to do these, like, these games where... I'd be hanging out with friends and we'd be watching TV and I'd be like, oh, pick three numbers and I'll change it to that channel and whatever's on, that's your future. You know, just like little games like that. And um, when I watched this, I was like, I can't believe that isn't something that I've been doing my whole life, walking around looking for, I mean, I have been, but not in this sort of like way, Um, just in my own sort of head. I'm like 11-11, you know, you see numbers all the time. I see 14 all the time. It's my birth date, I see it everywhere. And um, so she sent me this video, I watched the video, I was like, I fell in love with the idea and I was like, I gotta go on one of these walks. And then, of course, the producer inside of me was like, how do I make this a comedy show? I'm like, I can't take a whole audience on a walk. Like, what do we do here? And then I was like, oh, I do film stuff. What if we do it as a video? You know, and so I came up with this whole idea in my head. And I told a couple people, and people were like, I even heard last night, um, someone asked me, they were like, yeah, I heard about the show. And I was like, that's not going to work. How's, how are you even going to do that? And so I told, like, two people. They were like, that sounds great, but they kind of seemed like they brushed me off. I told Jono about it. He's like, yeah, let's do it. It's awesome. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, when you, when you first told me about it, it was, um, I, I was uh, really into the idea of synchronicity um, just because I think it's um, a weird pattern of, like, uh, what do you call it, the... Um, golden ratio you know what i mean like the i just it's a like i always think about things and kind of like a um like a natural spiral you know Mm -hmm. like a cosmic spiral like a like a nebula or something it's but what what also really um Hit me when that idea was like, do not do the whoopee. Do not do the whoopee sound. <laughs> no, just kidding. Do the whoopee sound. Please do the whoopee sound. No, uh, 
was the idea like when I was a kid like the coolest fucking thing was this was like way before Wi-Fi or streaming or anything but you would like watch Late Show and you would like the moments where they would like take the camera out on the street and like see what the community like you know like see what the, what's going on with the hot dog vendor at Joe Schmo's hot dog <laughs> Sorry, Jesus, that is so much worse than the whoopee. Just, just give me a whoopee, fucking. Oh, thank you. Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I was like, that. That was like the coolest thing for me as a kid. Like, cause it, I don't know what the hell I, you know, New York streets were like. You know, I'm like growing up in Fiat. Like, I don't know what the fuck that's like. But it was so engaging, and the idea of like uh, being. Uh, somewhere with a group of comedians or just like somebody funny and like seeing what they're seeing in like a um like almost like late night tonight show kind of way is like that was like just enough uh to like entice me like to like i was sold i was like that's a fucking great idea that's so interactive it's good for the audience you know like as i put myself in like as an audience member i'm like that's a show I'd watch. That's that what seems I do, really yeah. fun. Well, I think, too, I think a lot of people, uh, a big thing about television, radio, and that sort of thing, and even podcasting, is that people get attached to the to groups that they watch and that sort of thing, and they want to be part of it. And this gives people a chance to, to not just... Because I have friends and stuff who, who, don't, who, who are friends of mine. They're like, I love talk, talking with you, but I hate listening to your podcast because I can't participate. Mm, and yeah. that's completely understandable, like but yeah. you guys have figured out a way to let your fans participate. That's a really, I, I'm really, I really dig this. I think this is a, a lot of fun. I want to, I want to do this because I'm one of those people too that walks around like 1040 is a number that hits me a lot. Mm. 1040. Mm-hmm. 1040. 1014 and 1141, like ones and fours and zeros are one my numbers. Ones and zeros are yours. Yes. Me, uh, 1040, um, for some reason, uh, probably because I used to work for a company called WWBA 1040. Oh. And so it was like after I worked there, I started seeing that 1040 all the time. Um, 13's a big one. I, too bad you guys can't record in a casino because <laughs> I would seriously, I, I literally, I usually, when I go play uh, roulette, I'll throw down about $200. I would literally play roulette and let y'all roll all the all and the at the casino, number. you always want to know what other people are doing. Right, right? exactly, yeah. How Yay. long is that cigarette ash? <laughs> is it going to hang? No, that would be fun, though, I, because I've, I love roulette, and my husband hates it because he's a math person, and he says that's it, roulette has the worst odds, but I would love to, to play a game fun. of roulette. Yeah, I'd love so to do one that. So um, one of our action cards is, uh, it says, give a stranger a scratch it and watch them win. So we... Zane carries a lot of objects on him. Okay. And uh, <laughs> he's got scratches. And we have yet to pull that card, but we have scratches on us at all Just times. Just in case, yeah. yeah. And so I'm hoping, I still have the ones, I think, from last month. I'm hoping that someone wins because I think the, the one of the most amazing things would be to just watch a stranger just like freak out over something that we gave them or did and then the audience watching and just like freaking out i hope something like that happens I, i'm imagining a scenario where uh like um uh guest ha pulls an action card that says have a stranger pull an action card and then the stranger pulls the Scratch a scratcher ticket and then wins like ten thousand dollars. That's like I'm, I'm waiting for a moment have, like that. Have a stranger pull an action card. Yeah, that's a good okay, idea. Okay, we're adding that one. You might get good a job. fuck off, buddy. But <laughs> um, so we we have these blank playing cards, and I just write 
whatever we very come up with beautiful a metallic sharpie bunch of ideas you. yeah beautiful. metallic sharpie because i'm all about like glitter and sparkles and shiny things they're gorgeous um and they say all kinds of random things we've actually um asked some past guests to mm-hmm. help us come up with some ideas and yeah it's helped a good us. way to feed in new stuff it's like you did this what did you think would be cool or what did you think was like that didn't really work out so that yeah. we can always kind of edit and adjust and make it just grow into something that works yeah example of that like where should we uh, oh, uh, Simon came up with um, have a stranger give you a nickname, and then that's what everybody calls you for the rest of the walk. <laughs> we haven't used that one Which yet. Which could be but very insulting. I think too. it'd be like, fun. I know it could oh, be, but yeah. Dick nose over they here. Know. Look at oh, dick nose. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but the action cards are like ever changing. So. If you go to a show and you see the show and you're like, oh, I, I saw what that show was like, um, it's never going to be the same, ever. We will never have the same show twice, which is amazing because you go to a lot of showcases and you're like, oh, there's different comics, they're funny, but the show is still the same it's show. Just, yeah. So this is like, you never know what to expect. We don't know what to expect. There's no script. It's not planned. There's no, yeah, there's no plan except for we have our basic rules and we just kind of let things happen and it's really scary to be honest. Yeah, like, if you like to watch performers like panic <laughs> in a frenzy, if you this is the show Shannon for you. Panic like, for a week before the show, you freaking like to watch out. People's asses crawl across the seat as they're sitting there on stage. This is the show for you. I have a really fun time hosting because I'm not a planner. I'm really bad at it. I love when things just like happen. Like most of my like biggest life decisions. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. And then just like did it anyways because it just like happened to work out. So it's like for me, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. If it's terrible, it's supposed to be terrible. Who gives a shit? Like I'm just like whatever happens is supposed to happen. So to like have that be the basis of a show because most shows are like it has to be this. And if it's not this, it's going to be super sad. It's like we can plan all the fuck we want or we cannot plan. But no matter what we do things are just going to happen. If you have too much fun, then there's no control and it's chaos. And if you have too much control, it's no longer fun and it's awful and terrible to be a part of. So for me, it's like this nice balance of like we have our ground rules, but then we just kind of, as soon as the show starts, we all just shrug our shoulders and like let things happen. And it's the hardest thing for me because I don't know how to not, like how to release control. Uh, I should go on the walk like with everybody. It's fun as shit. (laughs) I have fun and I like being that kind of like in between where like, I get to talk to the audience and then watch and I don't know it's like it's it's fun as shit I have a blast so every every time time before the show about a week or two before another show I've had like the weirdest worst anxiety dreams like they're nuts I didn't even I had a dream last night it was bonkers <laughs> it was bon- it was like everything that could, it rained like zane was across town somewhere i left like all of our camera equipment at home um the uh, like we had regis philbin was one of our guests <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare um i booked like two bands like to be the walkers there was like 10 people that were going on the walk <laughs> It was My God, out Shannon, of what's control. Here? What is happening with this show? So, yeah, I just want to know. And then last month, or the first month that happened too, and it's it's so weird because I don't know how to release control, which I think is really good for me to be a, to be doing this show, right? Because I think it's like teaching me as a producer because I produce a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and um, it's teaching me to just kind of let go and 
Are you telling secrets about me? Why are y'all whispering? <laughs> I said kids. Sorry. She said she produces a lot of different things. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many, how many kids have I'm you produced? I'm a mom. How many I've kids have you produced? Three. Oh, I'm three really human beings I created. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked at, uh, last night when I did my joke, I have the joke where I talk about not having children. Yeah. And I actually looked at, I had it planned out to look at somebody specifically and go, and you, sir, especially don't ever have children. And it was my personal trainer <gasps> who was sitting in the right <laughs> My spot. friend. My friend, and he's a beautiful Corinne girl. Thought your personal trainer was like the most amazing person to look at. Oh, we went back upsta- upstairs. She's like, we could have stayed down there and looked at that personal trainer for another five minutes, and you wanted to come up here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm telling you, he's 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 pretty. I love him. He's he's just, and he's so sweet, so sweet. It's one of those rare combinations of a person who is beautiful and sweet. And Did he like my idea of how to get my like pumped arms? Yeah, he just laughs at this. <laughs> <laughs> he was. I think he was more concerned about your pumped arms with the cigarette in the hand <laughs> he was probably more concentrating on like you might want to get rid of that cigarette before you worry about anything Aww. yeah he's that kind of guy so but no that was uh, yeah it was really cool last night seeing all you guys but yeah you have a well of comedians to choose from in this area there's a lot of good comedians for sure what are you doing jono uh- <laughs> I am. I'm trying to be. Um, he was doing this weird, like chicken neck no, thing. No, because I was putting. Oh, because okay. we have the one microphone for all of us, <laughs> and I feel like we put it in like the middle, the table. and we're all we coming. Stop, stop this is radio. For a um, I've always been told my face is um, a radio face, and that's your face looks like a radio. Uh, <laughs> my face looks like a radio <laughs> dial that somebody with poopy hands has changed recently. Large poopy. Yes, like fecal matter. I'm glad I have wipes for this these. This is who I work with. I know. No. I, I hang a show. Here's the thing. Like when I, I came, with degenerates. Wait, no, seriously, this was so funny. When I was, I was on my way down because this is my first podcast I've ever been on that successfully recorded. <laughs> I don't know if we're so successful. Actually, we, well, you we're know not what? sure that we're successful yet, though. But uh, yeah, I was going to say that because the first half of this is recorded through the microphone on the computer, and the second half of this is recorded through the microphones themselves. So this is going to be oh. really fun sounding. Yeah, well, no, You're that's not, cool. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't hear you at all. Like, I'm sitting over here going, what the fuck? Why can't I hear Amanda? No, because, so, yeah, I know. It was so, <laughs> so much. <laughs> that's what we all were thinking. That was too much, actually. Yeah, yeah. that out. <laughs> I'll be real truthful yeah. with you. If this doesn't work, if, if it doesn't sound right, we'll do this again because no, for some will. reason I thought it was going to be, do- well, we're going to do this again anyway. Well, I w- yeah, I was talking through my butt the whole first half anyway. Once, once the I'll show is bigger, I would definitely want to like... Yeah, let's do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. We'll do it again. Uh, I love having you guys. I love having everybody come visit. So What how, What time are we at? We are somewhere around 40-ish minutes. Okay. Um, and Jonah puked. How many cups I was do we have? Of coffee? <laughs> one coffee, one water. It's a lot of drinking going another on around coffee. here. We are There's another drinks. coffee. Yeah. The We Work coffee drinks. So Keep. is the first half of this podcast not a thing? I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. I won't know until yeah, after you're gone. No oh, okay. I think you should just save it. You should just let it go and let synchronicity happen. <laughs> 
I say you just um, you take it to the timeline, you chop it up, you throw it around, and dice it up in whatever form Make it comes out in. Out it probably it. makes sense. Add some ham. Remember how Jono said you're going to have to uh, get into your editor persona for this one? Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. Because, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of. Fo- yeah, yeah, that's this true. Is gonna be, you're going to be like, so tell me about the show. It's like. Wow, that's great. People will be like, I still don't know what this fucking show is about. So go ahead. Throw it down here. here. Have you ever. Well, I never. I'm, that is the sound machine, not Jono. I don't even need a sound machine. <gasps> I've never claimed to be a professional. I just, I just want to chit chat with people. That's all. So, all right. So synchronicity. Um, I will put the link to uh, your Facebook on there. Your next show is July 26th at Kelly's with Caitlin and. Okay, let's not rush this because we got a lot to discuss. Okay. Um, there is so much synchronicity like happening right now like around us it is i feel like we need to start there do you want to connect um so us coming together the four of us as people that created this show was a synchronistic thing um i could not imagine a better group of people to work with and put this on we've got amanda who's just chill and laid back which is amazing i am the chaos well <laughs> probably jono too jono without, without jono i wouldn't we would not have even figured out how to do the technical part of it at all we would have been like uh what camera La- like how he like troubleshooted his way like hours of trying to figure out how we were going to make this happen yeah zane is like a natural on the walks he just like knows how to think on his feet and figure he's good out with people yeah he's great sense. with people we kind of just like threw him into that position and it he worked. just took it like a champ and just did it and made it work and he is amazing i couldn't imagine the show with other people well it's kind of funny like the chain of it because you talked to jono and then Jono mentioned me, and then I mentioned Zane, and then that's how like everyone kind of was like, bring this person, and then they were like, all right, we're it good. Was we got us four. Perfect, because yeah. when I imagined the show, I imagined me being like the Amanda part, and I was like, nope, this show's <laughs> not gonna happen ever. And I was like, so. sweet, I get to be ridiculous, nice, into it. Yeah, and I mean, Amanda has a million other projects that she's doing. She's like, eh. like. Yeah, super like in demand oh. in Portland. Oh, I uh, I'm part of. Oh, I mean, I, I used to do a weekly thing, um, but I don't anymore. Right now, I'm doing Cramps Comedy, and so we have a podcast called Good Garbage, and we have like a website, CrampsComedy.com, and we're gonna be releasing some sketches and have a live show that's gonna be a, like kind of a live podcast talk show with comics and um, sketches that will show on a projector. Nice. And that's gonna be at Helium after the competition, actually. Excellent. So Excellent. we want to have okay. a, like the show kind of move around, but they told us they want to stay after the competition. So nice. end of summer. Great. But they're yeah. hilarious. Who's with you? Um, Wendy Weiss and Kate Murphy. Oh, from they're our amazing. Yeah. Uh, our podcast has gotten sillier and sillier every time. So okay. it's fun for me because like I did like improv and sketch and stuff. So I found I'm happier in comedy when I'm not just doing stand up. Nice. Okay. So like doing the riffing hosting with this show and doing like weird sketches and characters and just on the fly and like fucking around 
and looking ridiculous is like my jam. So yeah. <laughs> I'm real about it. Like, I'm a weirdo. Found yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to hear something really silly? Um, this is going to make you go, oh, I don't mean it that way. But it was really funny because you and I have been chatting and you texted me or messaged me. And then I was like, OK, let's set this up. Let's do the interview. And I was trying to get it going. And then she sent me this little piece of paper I've got here where it says, have you ever experienced a coincidence that felt really meaningful? And I went, Wait, what, oh. what is it? What is it? Here, Chrissy? So Shannon sent me like I was asking, setting this up and I asked her, I said, send me yeah, some information about what does it say? And she sends me this information about it, and I'm looking at it, and I go, and, and she, she sends me this, and I forgot that I had asked for it. And so I wasn't looking at my messenger, and then just like a couple hours later, I look at it, and I go, have you ever experienced a coincidence that felt really meaningful? And I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, my podcasting and your show, and this, not like, an, and I was like, oh, this is a description of her show. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, I like, awesome. okay, she doesn't like me that but much. But okay. so, <laughs> because... You, I wouldn't have met you if you hadn't gone to the mic I created. Synchronicity, And right? we found out about... <laughs> I'm trying to connect some dots here. Um, she doesn't want me to podcast. feel bad. No, 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 no. Everything happens for a reason. Sure. Every person is in every person's life for a reason. Whether you, you make mistakes with that person and you learn from them or they teach you things and you grow mm -hmm. there's like those are the two options pretty much but no matter what you grow as a human being so every person was brought to you in your life for a reason i'm gonna get all like weird and like <laughs> spiritual about this but i do not believe that i believe that all coincidences are meaningful okay. because if you don't believe in them in a spiritual way you can believe in them in like a a way where you're <laughs> I've been drinking too much. Um, where <laughs> How you are can home? <laughs> like a like yeah, a think. <laughs> shut up. Think of it as like every experience you have is a learning experience. So people come into your life and you learn from them, whether it's good or it's bad. And you were brought into our lives, and you have brought me joy because you are funny, and now we're able to like be on a podcast because of this like meeting and we're talking to your listeners about our show and it's all just it's someone's probably listening and they're like this is a show I want to go to we're passing notes around now oh no but <laughs> I would like to read what I'm saying loud. is <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> everything there's secret stuff happening Connects. here in the room that people are not aware of. <laughs> They're and passing like, notes There's very around. many things that I want to make people aware of about the circumstances in which we're recording this podcast because I think that's very synchronistic. But you like to break the fourth wall? John is such a cameraman, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I got a face for behind the camera. Uh, I get a little gushy when like, I realize that things are actually connected and right. i i can feel the connection of of this moment right now Aww. and it's like i see it and it's hard for me to put it into words but my brain can feel the connection like we're gonna have you on the show now and oh. that show well we were probably going to but we hadn't talked about yeah, it yeah. so now well, we i know you're I, interested I even, you know i barely knew about your show at all i mean we, that's why we all got yeah, together you really and, have to talk in detail about the show out. yeah yeah definitely but Oops, sorry. Now you're going to be on our show, and that show might what? be a good show. 
pimp you out? We need to pimp Jono out. We need to pimp Jono out. Does anybody want to like just have their way with Jono? His email is the email. Just email April at you gonna meow. I'll work out a payment plan and I'll cut you in, Jono. Don't worry. Now, when you say meow, uh... do you do you know the story behind this? It's so retarded. Uh, meowing? No, the why this is called You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Oh, no. Um, because uh, I was playing with one of those um, those face switching things, you know? Oh, like where where they put the, the magnets? Little, no, no, no. Where they put the little things on your face where you look like a kitty or a dog or whatever. I did the one where it had the kitties and I had me and my husband. And it changes your voice. And I have a little video of me going, you gonna meow? And he goes, meow. And that's it. That's the whole reason why this is called This Is You Got a Meow Podcast Network. Um, it's going on the internet. What is, what is going on the internet? Oh, that's a cute picture. Oh, Jesus. Because we're professional around here. Um, There's four of us. I have four mics, but I have a two-channel mixer. That makes no sense. I don't even know what that means, so it does make no <laughs> sense. <laughs> I have four mics and two channels. So. We're going to have to probably cut this podcast down to like 10 minutes because this has been, I don't, has this been discernible? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. I, oh, I'm just drunk. I mean, then. I'll listen okay. to it and see what, I mean, it, this well, is bless your heart. I'm real loose on this show. Like I'm, I'm a lot more scripted on, on, yeah, on my other shows and stuff, but yeah, this is real loose. I, I bring this on. I started doing this just merely because I wanted people to come and talk about their comedy and where they're going to be and what they're doing and try to just get their, the word about who they are and what they're about. It know? seems like a condescending thing though. Like. You're going to talk about your comedy? Oh, bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. Everybody's trying to do that. I didn't know what to call the fucking the podcast. And everybody's like, you're sorry, you should call it Bless Your Heart. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll call it Bless Your Heart. Oh, bless your heart, you're trying to be funny. (laughs) Oh, y'all trying to be funny. I have four mugs for some reason. Uh, Jonah's breaking mugs, so. Yeah. Yeah. So how are we going to wrap this up? <laughs> talk about something terrible? Yeah, yeah usually I horrible. usually talk on some. I usually try to end on something horrible. Uh, so. I want to, what, what are we talking about? Oh, this, this, so there's free booze here. That's part of the thing. There are There is free booze here, so that does make. I feel like that's where this interview went downhill. Like we had free, <laughs> there's literally things on tap, so that's where. Yeah. There's four floors. There's two taps per floor, and there are four per you, floor. Right, and then we do pregame so when three months. Does this close? This building uh, is open 24. And are we? Do no we have to, to get be. out of here? No place to be at all. Uh, I'm. All we, right. But the thing is, you guys <laughs> fucked up because the the um, I, I don't know if I they take an I picture of your ID. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. They take a picture of your ID. That's for safety. But here's the thing. Brought my passport. So they don't. They, they, this is a driver's license. They don't accept the passport. So I was able to put in a fake name. Did you really? I, I didn't put even in know. a fake name and a fake picture. Why? Because I got into character. What picture? A, a picture of me. Like they take a picture of you, but you I got into the character. Oh, so it technically. In, what character was it? Yeah. Who mm, were you? Good question. No, well, I were you definitely Snape? a serial killer. But You're a serial not killer. Not bad. Not a bad guy. You're you not know. a bad serial killer. Yeah. No, like, no, like a, no. Like that's a, a bad serial killer. Good. <laughs> but like a Christian. Dexter. But like a total Christian. Dexter. Dexter. Yes. yes. Dexter's a good serial killer. I murder other Christians. That's what I do. Okay. On that note, y'all have a good day. 
You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on Yuga Meow Podcast Network.